they found a human chop shop in Arizona where the bodies were donated. And there's like a ways to put, like not almost predict someone's death. The way that magic works is that there's always a debt. So like with blood magic, that's why you give your blood is that's the payment for X. Time stands still. It's weird. Like I, and I, I don't miss, like I'll look 11, 11, I'll look 333 and then I'll look at the time at 222, 444. It's like, I always try to understand if that means something, but I also don't like to look into it too deeply because I'll psych myself out. But right. I'm like, is the universe trying to tell me something or should I be looking for something? The fallen I've one? seen the devil in people. Oh, absolutely. I haven't. It's beyond me. When they have a hold of somebody. Yeah. I mean, just like you are the devil. Like I see the devil in you. I firmly believe that that's what was, that was what religion was created for to, to not only control people, but also give them the opportunity to control themselves and make them feel like they're in control. Um, and give them maybe a sense of control could be purpose. The idea is that if the reason that they don't reveal their name is because if you have name over an entity, you have control over it. I have never felt more uncomfortable in my life. And when I tell you guys that I fully, wallahi, there was, and I could see it, this light and circle around me that it felt like nothing could get in. The energy in that room was so powerful that it almost makes me feel like, imagine all these energies coming at, like where they're going, who they're shifting to, who's collecting it, who's mm. really taking it. Like, it was a lot. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Dima Podcast. It's Neela. And it is Adis. Happy Halloween to all of our followers. Welcome back, Alex. Hi, I missed you guys. Our annual traditional Halloween episode with Alex, because I want to play a game. Yeah, this year you killed it. Yeah, I I mean, I was just like, since all everybody around me want to play games, <laughs> let's play a game. You feel me? Wait, so is Jigsaw a clown? Jigsaw, uh, I don't know. Maybe, like, what would you consider I think him? he's from the family of clowns, um, but <laughs> he might be, yeah. It, when I was doing this, by the way, not my best work. I had to work with what I had, but um, I'm a huge Jigsaw fan. I love all the Saw movies. I think it's very um, horrifically creative, and, and I love the... I used, did you ever watch the behind the scenes when they were making the movie that one very famous actress actually she's like the main girl in the movie um i forgot her name but anyways it was always super cool to see like how they set it up and stuff so i just became fascinated with the whole idea of just like his serial killing obsession yeah he's uh he's kind of a sick creative ge- oh okay or that yeah i was gonna say creative genius um i was just thinking about it and he's not a clown he's not he's a puppet He's a, he like is a puppet. puppet. Like a marionette puppet. Because yeah. so, I was looking at your yeah, mouth yeah. situation here. That's true. And he's he's small. He like sits yeah. on a tricycle. I, I want to play a game. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wait. You guys, so have you, okay, not to get really dark really fast, but have you guys seen, you know how they, the whole Jeffrey uh, Child um, um, thing? You know the, uh, have you seen the little symbol that, um, signifies them oh no it's that <gasps> what is that it's so th- the that, swirl the, the, the swirls is oh no. Is, no i'm not saying not putting that on you but i just thought about it i'm like oh 
that is like when the whole um the pizza gate conspiracy came <laughs> pizza at comet gate. pizza or whatever mm-hmm. the the little logo for that pizzeria was a little swirl and that's like it looks sort of like that but it's more like squared i don't mm. know if you've ever seen it oh that's so interesting yeah that's and now like i'm starting to see in hollywood and a lot of movies and stuff I'm, i just watched wednesday i don't know if you've watched oh, it's have you so seen wednesday? the show it's i love so it great. i honestly didn't finish it i watched the first three episodes i think that so was like, good i'm yeah. addicted but i, just I do love the adams amazing. family i do yeah yeah and, and they cast it so well for it, yeah. you know? Like Uncle Fester, Wednesday, yeah. even yeah. Jenna Ortega, they did so well. Yeah. But, like, I'm seeing in, like, a lot of movies and stuff, little hidden, uh, like, tidbits like of, Easter like... Easter egg situations. Easter egg Subliminals. Situations of mm-hmm. subliminals, bro. Mm-hmm. And they used to do that with, like, Disney movies and stuff. And, like, I saw TikTok how all of our favorite old Disney shows and stuff mm-hmm. would have, like, very, very creepy, like, sexual kind of... Have you seen... The themes? That yeah, Disney. I've heard of this before, yeah. but like I'm actually looking at your swirls now, and I think that the significant I could totally be wrong, but I think the significance of the swirl is like uh, a maze. A maze, yeah, because exactly. oh, yeah. you know he's like. That's like his thing, it like the amazing. whole game yeah. situation. Yeah. And I actually love, so I have an obsession with horror and thriller, you know, this Alex. Oh, but absolutely. more so than like um, superficial stuff, I really, really, really love actual serial killers. Huge fan of Michael Myers, Jigsaw. And even Jigsaw, like in the in the movies, he's this this character is what he portrays the, the video through. But he's really a person. Yeah. I mean, or before they he died and passed it on. But whatever. I love, like, I have a sick obsession with, like, psych wards and sociopaths and, like, studying their train of thought, like, um, Texas Chainsaw. Their all creative these, process. Yeah, yeah, their creative <laughs> process, their structure, you know, their um, just premeditated, like, state of mind. But um, I prefer serial killer uh, type movies. But the superficial stuff is crazy, too. We firmly believe in it. I've obviously, we've talked about this last few episodes about, like, yeah. haunted houses. But um, I, I love, like, the, the thriller yeah, it, it, you know why? There's also a sick, fascinating... You know, like, how women love watching serial killer documentaries? Like, I'll catch my mom watching, like, a show about... Some, like, five women disemboweled. Like, yeah, disemboweled by serial killer machete-wielding man that, like, was their neighbor. And I'm like, yeah. Mom, why do you watch this? Uh-huh, I've had a neighbor that dismantled people, too, probably. <laughs> Wait, did I... I told Just, you about this today. today. Oh, my God, yeah. So, in Arizona... I was watching the news. They found, you know what a chop shop is? Like for cars, like, you know, we all know someone or related to someone that had either worked or had one. Um, It's like an auction, like with car parts. Yeah, Yeah, like, you know, like a a lifted car and then cut it up and saw the VIN. Not that I have any experience in this, but uh, they found a human chop shop in Arizona where the bodies were donated supposedly um and uh it was pretty gruesome and i was like wow that's really interesting that things like that actually exist and it got me thinking like what were they doing with these that's why they say so i saw that news article and it like i I was driving to work and then it it popped up on and it, it was like not that recent, a couple of months ago yeah. or something that they found it right? but it was in the news today which was super maybe because it's like halloween yeah. yeah and uh they basically like in the comments they were like this is why you you don't uh, you shouldn't put like um, a donor what is that called when oh yeah on your driver's license, your driver's license like when you're a donor yeah because like i was like okay. i'm a donor are you really i am yeah no take don't that out. Take his
Draw. Don't take his parts. You yeah. don't, you don't, you want, don't want them. You don't want these. That's, <laughs> everything is covered up for a reason. Scars. So, so what they say is, uh, like, if you are a donor and uh, you are, like, rushed to the ER or you're rushed because your body parts are, like, sold on black markets, too. Like, you know, the black market. Oh, totally. Like, your kidney mm-hmm. is, like, so $50,000. Your heart is this much. And if you get rushed, like, for a medical emergency to, like, the hospital, they will, like, be like, all right. So it will cost us this much in, like, this much manpower to fix this person. Or, you know, if they pass away... We have a kidney, a heart, a this, a that. So they don't... Because I thought about it. I was like, okay, if you're gone, in our religion, we're not supposed to, like, give away our body parts. We're just supposed to get buried and whatever. Yeah. But then, like, it kind of makes sense. It's like, okay, we can either do surgery for 22 hours on this person. He's probably not going to make it, right? Or have a terrible quality Or we can save, like, 20 people. Damn. That's why I decided to be a donor. I was like, why not? Like, I'm not really going to use them anyway like they definitely won't take my lungs i can tell you that much they're like gone but like my heart probably not either like there's some good stuff in there you don't have a black heart i don't know it's probably just like it's like anxiety and like whatever else lives in there right now have you guys heard about so when someone donates let's say a liver or a kidney and i don't know how that works right but like Selena Gomez, right? She got donated. Do you guys remember when she, yeah. her friend donated her a kidney or something, right? Right, something like that. And uh, they say that when you put someone else's body part in your body, you inherit their sort of like essence. De- essence, yes. And it's not it like it's some someone else's, right? Mm-hmm. And like, okay, if you think about it from like a medical standpoint, okay, this works. Like we we learned you put it in this person, but like you sort of I- inherit some sort of quality or bodily function or something of that person that donated you that specific kidney. So I, I want to like, actually, if anyone in the comments has ever been like donated a kidney or something, like, do you feel different? Like, I'm sure there's a difference, bro. Cause it's a foreign, like right? a phantom, uh, aspect of the previous. So yeah. isn't That's that crazy? really interesting? I've never thought about it like that. Yeah, oh my God. I heard that. And I was, I did research on it. Like, I think last Halloween, because there was an article about it, right? And uh, they said that, like, different thoughts, weird dreams, like, Mm. really creepy stuff. If you got my brain and I got yours, it would be like nothing happened. The same. It would literally just be like nothing. Literally nothing happened. Have they done that yet? Like brain transplant? Apparently, no, no, no. no. Apparently, oh, there's been a head transplant. Shut up. A whole, the whole thing. I've apparently I <laughs> forgot where I heard this, but yeah, it's been done. I think you can look it up. In That's the spirit crazy. Of yeah, I mean, talk to me I about Frankenstein, it. by the way. What's his deal? I don't know. So basically, Frankenstein was put together. I did some research on it because I <laughs> by Doctor Frankenstein. By do- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Doctor Frankenstein. And then there was someone who replicated that. That it was an actual story of them trying to do it. That is like putting body like foul. Arizona. Yeah. Putting pieces together. To oh, make it's it kind of like Jeepers Creepers. He also, I'll never forget my favorite, also another sick freak freak that I love. He, Your favorite. Yeah. He, the first one's my favorite with the brother and sister, but at the end when he takes his eyes. Yeah. So he would eat the body part and then it would like go on to him. And they would become. Yeah. His. And he was like a, he was a weird like demon. demon. He wasn't like a human, but yeah, like he would grow body parts through what he would eat. Of killing people. And what he needed. So, like, anytime. What a brilliant man. I know. And there's also <laughs> this common misconception that 
that is Frankenstein. That is not Frankenstein. That is Frankenstein's monster. Okay. People are always like, oh my gosh, you're dressed as Frankenstein. And, you know, most people are like, yeah, I'm Frankenstein. Most people, you know, they're stupid. So like, um, or just, or what's like, not stupid. I don't want to say, well, they are. Yeah, misinformed. No, they're stupid. That too. But uh, yeah, you're Frankenstein's monster. So yeah, basically Frankenstein was a doctor. Yeah. Right? Dr. Frankenstein. And he put together a monster that is this man. But it, it's crazy to me because y- the world is pretty psychotic. Yeah. Right? Like in the last few days, there was that guy that was a psycho murderer, went on a mass murder spree, killed 20 people. You guys saw that in Maine? Yeah. So scary. You have to think. There are places right now where people are probably getting tortured, probably weird, sick scientists working on some people, yeah. doing some weird, sicko sh- And like the Arizona thing, imagine you walk in to some lab and you have body parts, eyeballs, because in Wednesday, that's what the guy did, mm-hmm. right? The guy was like putting yeah. pieces together to make that monster right. or whatever, right? And uh, there's also this other story of in Fresno, California, where I work, right? There was this uh, lab, right? That was in the city right next to Fresno, maybe let's say 15 minutes away, right? And it got busted for making uh, like these different sort of um, diseases. And it was a lab that like studied, they had like a bunch of dead mice, rats, um, syringes, um, different types of like a coronavirus, different sort of viruses, and it got busted. It got raided because the next door neighbors, the other commercial property, was like, "There's weird people going in and out of here, and trucks reversing into the place and and getting out and and medical devices and jars." And then the feds ransacked it, and it ended up being a lab that was like not ran by like legitimate like scientists etc but they were studying different sorts of viruses what the is going on which a lot of viruses are stemmed from animals that's gross (sighs) i mean like people are doing some weird created by people yeah that's wild it's disgusting oh i hate that so much and why is it always a a rat or a mouse that's in these labs. Like, oh, I thought really you were gonna say, "Why is it always Fresno?" <laughs> <laughs> that too. That's that too. No, but um, I in in high school, obviously, you guys know my phobia of rodents. I hate, hate, hate rats oh, yeah. and I, mice are the one thing. Like, I will literally kill a spider with my bare hands. Roaches, no problem. But when it comes to rodents, even the smallest, I, I can't even see. And so, um. In high school, it was always the science classes that just had random rats and cages on the sides of our, by the windows, or like, I will never forget one year where we had to dissect one for like biology or something, Ugh. and it was just out of line. Uh, they like clean it and stuff, and like make it all chemically, and like they have like different, but God, it was it was out of pocket. Um, I hate that. Did you, wait, did you guys do? You actually? Died. I yeah. always would a watch rat. movies I where they would dissect the frog. Right? No, I never did it. Me neither. I did yeah. it, and and private Catholic school probably made just something like that. They were like, <laughs> they were like, yeah. we're gonna make you dissect a rat. That is disgusting. Yeah, it was really no. out of pocket. It was very gross, and I don't know why I didn't opt out of that. Wait, when you walk out of the classroom, is the rat just like on the table and your it's teacher's like, It's not how like, you okay, imagine you. a rat, like with the fur and everything. They like wipe it clean and like um like shave it and stuff and they they put it in like some sort of solution. So like there's no like actual um like organs and stuff. It's just like they're like there's wires in it, so like you could 
there's things to look for. And it doesn't even smell. It didn't smell. It smelled like chemicals because I think they like they solution it and stuff. But it's so gross. It's like the thought of what it was once was. It's it's so out of pocket. No. I don't know why they and you learn nothing from it. Like, why are they teaching that? You know, like, why? <laughs> what are we learning from this? I'm not going to go be a vet after this. Like, I don't understand the the purpose. Oh, no. Why did they do that? Yeah, I don't know. It's probably, it was gross. There's a lot of school Catholic school things. Yeah. Make no was, sense. <laughs> right? Like, why do we have yeah. to learn geometry? Yeah. Like Adisa and I loved theorem. math. Adisa and I were Shut experts up, in math. In case you don't know. Hates or loves? Uh, loves. We're like literally math magicians at this point. Uh, yeah. Speaking of magicians, <laughs> listen to me, okay? Ge- geometry. What is it called? Geometry? Who? Geometry? No, no, it's like it's similar to that, but like it's geometry or something. Someone in the comments. It's a know. subject. But yeah, no, it's a it's a sort of esoteric knowledge. Same with numerology. I know I want to talk to you guys about mm-hmm. numerology. So there's this streamer called Zerka, right? Mm-hmm. New streamer, like I guess in the YouTube world. I don't know, Alex, if you're into the YouTube. No, absolutely ethos, not. No. Right. So streamers, and I've understood this is how to essentially break into the YouTube community. There's a bunch of streamers that kind of stream together, and it creates this like little world within YouTube where, like, say I'm a streamer and you're a streamer, I will jump into your kind of audience, and you jump into my audience, and we're live streaming, right? We'll go and like go to parties and go out into the real world and stuff. So this is new guy called Zerka that's been like taking over, right? Yeah, we talked about him a little bit. We've talked to him a little bit, right? And he's super into the occult, okay? Oh, Which no. I'm utterly fascinated about. I right? love cults. I cults are lo- cool. Like I want to talk about cults too. Yes, like cults, the occult, all of these stuff, like the dark arts. Oh, I'm going to no. be real. So everyone questions the the unseen right like it's something that is like based derived from faith it's something that you can't physically touch or see so once i started to really enjoy the darker side of things it made me really believe more of my faith believe in god and stuff right so i've been jumping into this like whole occult stuff right which also i want to talk about like witches and how they are legitimate um not packs what, what would they be called covens covens alex is a witch Beautiful. I'm sorry. He's yeah, a, you he's said a, it in the past. He's a wizard. He's a wizard. You're going to no. go around telling people again? Yeah. <laughs> For real? He can touch on that. Yeah. So, like, it, like covens fascinate me. And like me the too. Seances. Seances. Stuff, right? But it's also very, very tricky because the more you're fascinated, the more the abyss is kind of fixated on you, too. You know what that, that saying? Yeah. When you stare into the abyss, the abyss stares like down. Like, you welcome right? it. Yeah. You kind of welcome it yes, in. Yes, mm-hmm. right? So I tread lightly with it, right? But I've been really, really fascinated, especially because it's the spooky season, right? With, like, I've been re- getting recommended. YouTube has been recommending videos about, like, the occult, Freemasonry, which isn't the occult. They're sort of their own little sector. And once you get towards the later, like, stages into it, you find out what they kind of are worshiping and yeah. stuff, which is... Don't want to really talk about that a lot, but uh, yeah. So I've been diving into Zerka has been really like he's introducing his audience to all of the stuff he's learned over time and like Freemasonry, the occult, numerology, and it's been recommending me a lot of this stuff, like esoteric knowledge and like the law of attraction, law of this, law of that is all under this like universe of esotericism. I, I hope I'm saying it. Is right. there a law of money like around that you law of abundance and all of this stuff? Send it over. But like law of attraction yeah, it's is called, essentially um, that. selling your soul, sacrificing no. a few things here and there. Well, I'm Anything you want fucked. will come to you. I, 
You don't no, you can say. actually, that's actually a thing. Like blood sacrifices and stuff and a lot of different traditions. It's not with like, people just think like Satanism is a thing. They that's think Illuminati, a, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. think Illuminati. Which but there is, are so many variations of just that darkness. Exactly. Yeah. There's like from different sectors of the world, Brujeria, like yes. all, all of this Black magic. Stuff. Black, Black magic, magic yeah. etc. Mm-hmm. So like numerology popped up, right? And I'm like researching stuff that I shouldn't be researching, right? And there's a bunch of different, there's like the Kabbalah numerology, which is like Jewish mysticism. There's like Chaldean numerology. There's a Pythagorean, Chaldean, yeah, right? You're not Chaldean, are you? No, but my grandfather was. Right, but is that a, can you also, sorry, really quick, is that a form of Assyrian? I actually have no. Or is that a religion? I have they're no, from Iraq. They, they are, they're, a, they're Iraqi, but I have no idea about it. And I was like not raised with Chaldeans at all. So there's a huge. But I'm a quarter, some Mm, oddly enough. There's a huge Chaldean cult, not actually a cult, but a lot of Chaldeans live in San Diego. Yeah. I just recently learned this because our friends live in San Diego and one of our friends is dating a Chaldean guy. Mm. And uh, she was just talking about us like they run San Diego, just like in Fresno. Yeah. A bunch of uh, of, um, not Algerian. um, There's like a whole sector of like. what are they called? Albanians oh. in Fresno, too. Really? Yeah, so I'm like, oh, like, but yeah. I so, just made a really great Alban- Albanian playlist. Really? I'm a DJ, by the way. That's what I'm talking oh, about. I am, 100%. Oh, I believe it. I'm going to get into it. So, yeah, so I, I've been researching all this numerology, right? And uh, there's, like, life path numbers, and there's, like, uh, ways to, pre- like, not almost predict someone's death, which is scary. Oh, my gosh, it's like the movie Wanted. Is that is that a thing? Like with Angelina Jolie, remember? Well, I watched that movie with that like yes. loom situation, yeah, yeah. and then it all ended up being uh... really. Yeah, and then they burned down the loom. Sorry, spoiler alert. You no, never no, saw? No, it? I, no. I now I'm remembering. That's not Angelina Jolie and Bone Collector, is it? No, but also great, amazing movie. Um, Another one of my favorite movies. It's the movie where she takes off her shirt and she has that sick tat on her back. I yeah, remember. yeah, that's yeah. iconic scene. Yeah, but yeah, the, this numerology shit is so fascinating because they can. It detects essentially because astrology and numerology are one in the same. If you mm. believe in astrology, you have to kind of believe in numerology. So, what is numerology? It's just like a uh, how do it's you practice basically it? Basically, all derived from numbers. Like all aspects of the world can be related back to numbers. So, I guess like in, it's different for other stuff like Kabbalah. You have to add your birthday mm. plus your your whole name spelled out. Each letter is like a certain number. You add all those together, and you can kind of predict your future. So it's essentially like, you know, palm reading, where you read your lines and stuff like that. It's a different sector of it. But they put, like, it. they'll see all of the celebrities that died, and they'll equate it to a certain number, and all of it makes sense. And I'm like, okay, bro. If you were to to know 100% that numerology exists, right, and you can add up these numbers, and you can tell whenever whoever in your friends, family, God forbid, would pass away, or yourself, God forbid, would you do it? I'm wondering if this has any similarity towards me, for example, constantly seeing the same numbers everywhere. Like, I'll always catch myself looking at this, and it, like, time stands still. It's weird. Like, I, and I, I don't miss. Like, I'll look 1111. I'll look 333. And then I'll look at the time at 222. 444. It's like, I always try to understand if that means something, but I also don't like to look into it too deeply because I'll psych myself out. But right. I'm like, is the universe trying to tell me something? 
or should I be looking for something? Like like angel numbers. Yeah, because a lot of people will correlate it to positivity, but there's a lot of negativity within it too. So I try to kind of not, I, I don't get into it too deeply, but it is weird to always see that. But then it's also a notion of, is it in my head? And so now I'm aware of it that I'm constantly paying attention mm. to it. Because, you know, when you get one car and you start seeing that car everywhere, right? that's something like that too. It could be just a mind thing, like your mind plays tricks on you, but... It's weird, though, these numbers. You know, dogs have that same thing, and they don't have, like, clocks, or they don't wear watch. My dog doesn't wear a watch. I don't know. Maybe some people's <laughs> dogs wear a watch, but um, I wouldn't be surprised in this day and age. But they can, they, like, can feel time, which is so odd to say because most people are like, you tell time you by looking at it, you know? But to feel something that's usually considered to be visual is is really interesting so with dogs like my dog will know when four o'clock rolls around and like he will come and sit in front of me and like start yelling at me because he's you know him and and i'm like what's going on and then i'll look at my phone i'm like oh my gosh it's four o'clock he knows so maybe it's like something like that, like your body is... Well, we have this saying also culturally that um, dogs, cats, they have a sixth sense and like they can predict, for example, they'll know before an earthquake happens that it's coming. Yeah. Like they'll predict, which is why like even birds and stuff like start acting haywire or like yeah. before like some sort of natural disaster. They also say they sense and can see things within that realm of things that we can't see. They could see spirits. Yeah. They could see all these things. They have that sense yeah. to signal it um, and see it. Or like, uh, that's why like, okay, oh my God, while, you know what, I will I'll send you the video. You can even air it. My sister recently, she was writing us. She went to LA. She was in a hotel. Yeah. Uh, she went to went for work and she went with her, um, uh, her one of her colleagues, friends, and uh, she has this adorable Maltese, adorable dog, okay? This hotel was, it, it was giving Hotel Cecil. When she sent it, I was like, are you at Hotel Cecil, bro? Like, where are you at? She's in L.A. Um, it was very, 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 very outdated. So you can tell that it was very Victorian and old. And I'll, you can you can literally show the video so people get an idea. Um, they're walking down the halls. And the dog just stops. And this is a very calm dog. Sweet, sweet dog. And the dog just stops. And it's, like, backing up. Toward, like, it hits itself on the wall. And it's looking at a corner. And Mo's like, what's going on? They come. And then, like, the do- it walks out. And then it takes a step back again. And it's looking at something. Not at Mo. Not at the other lady. Like, looking. And Mo's like freaking out, like what is happening with the dog? And it's legit looking at something, and it's not a good. The dog's in fear, and it was wild. It I mean, was insane. They, yeah. they they do say that they're just like babies. Animals babies can see something yeah. that essentially is probably on the other side. I'm good not seeing anything. Like I don't want to know when I'm gonna go. I mean, like I you actually I I think I've always told you this. I've always had a feeling that. It, when I go, it, there's going to be, like, water involved. Like, I've always had a feeling that water was going to be in the mix. But, like, I don't want to know when. I don't want to know when anybody goes. So, ever knows. since, it's crazy you say that, because ever since I've been, like, diving into this stuff, because, mm. again, it fascinates me, and it also makes my faith stronger, because if there is a dark, got to be a light, right? And I know that's probably a terrible way to make you believe, but it is what it is, <laughs> right? But, like... Ever since I've been doing hella research on it, I've been having the most scary, vivid dreams. It's been two weeks now, Niels. Wallahi, bro. Gotta let it go. Like, I'm talking gory, scary. Like, I wake up and and I, I don't, like usually have like vivid dreams where I remember my dream. Yeah. Right. And you could chalk that up to like 
whatever. I just don't really remember. I wake up and I kind of am cool with that because they say when you're in the dream state, you're kind of in that other realm, right? You're very, the veil is kind of whatever. And I'm like, last night I had a weird dream about like me being strapped on a chair and like literally like frankenstein and again my mind goes like okay you've been looking wednesday at... wednesday adams right whatever right. uncle fester whatever but like literally strapped on a chair and there's like this person trying to like cut my body part put body part up and i'm like okay bro it's been like the the fifth day and again at night, I'm, like, researching this, like, numerology. I'm researching just esotericism, all of this stuff. And I'm like, okay, maybe I have to take a step back. And maybe when I'm staring into the abyss, that stare right back at me like, yeah. what's up, my G? Like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like scary, it. bro. I've suffered from paralysis really bad in my sleep a lot consistently when I lived in this old house. But um, very, very uncomfortable to be in that state. That's why dreams are so fascinating to me. I really want to study it and to understand what is happening when we're dreaming because it is weird. Like you do get a sense of something from your subconscious state of mind. If you're obviously paying attention to something or doing something for so long, you'll dream about it. That happens to me all the time. But then you, you get these random dreams and you're like, what's where's that coming from? And like, what is it? And am I tapped into a different realm? Because when I dream about the dead, my dad, which I love, I love dreaming about him. Every time anyone who's passed away that I know that I dream about, their voice is very, very um, far away in my dream. Like he could be standing in front of me talking, but the voice is so far away. Mm. Or like I've recently had a dream of talking to him on the phone. His voice was so far away. It's like imagine if someone's standing across the street talking, not screaming, but like, you know, like you could. Be and it's like that with every person who's passed that I dream about, which is weird. So it's like, is this am I really tapped into this this realm or like, why is that? Because when I dream with other people, it's normal communicate. Like I don't it's not a hearing disconnect. But with people who's passed, it's so far. So have you guys heard about. Okay, dreams are different, yeah. right? Because, you, again, like, it's so fascinating. You go to sleep, right? You're you're tapped into your subconscious, and, like, you're in a different realm, different scenery, not in your bed. It's different than sleep paralysis, whatever. But, so, like, again, I've been into this, like, weird right? And there's these two YouTubers called Sam and Colby that kind of go into these different, uh, like, the conjuring house and all of these things, right? Remember, your house is haunted, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the the medium that said that that house was owned by this specific person, died in this room, etc. So when that physical, not non-physical manifestation happens, right? When, you, when you're dealing with like a ghost or an entity or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. It's not really the entity that it makes itself think or you think like a Ouija board, right? If mm -hmm. you're talking to a Ouija board, you're communicating with something on the other side and it'll tell you like, You'd be like, who's here? And then it'll like spell your grandma's name. It's not actually your grandma that you're speaking to. Right. It's a malevolent or a non-malevolent, depending on like where you're, who you're conjuring. But it's that spirit acting as if it's your like closest well, person. Well, the idea is that if the reason that they don't reveal their name is because if you have name over an entity, you have control over it. So, like, if something otherworldly, like, and I was using a board, which I would never do, ever, and it told you its name, you would be able to send it wherever you wanted it to go. Um, but the unknown of its name allows it to control you. 
um, which it does because it convinces you that it's someone or something else. By saying like specific things like, oh my God, no one on this earth would know my, my grandma's right. middle name. When that's when you're like, okay, that is my grandma, but it really isn't. And they're playing a trick on you to kind of have that grasp on you. Yeah. But like, that's the sort of thing that I, I, I want to get, like, I want to also talk about like covens. You talked about it on our previous episode. Really. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm a part of a coven and black masses and stuff. Like that. I've been, I I have not, um, I'm not allowed to do stuff. Yeah. Um, is there, okay. Answer me this question. Yeah. Is there a lot of them? A lot of who? Covens. What are covens? You Covens are, uh, uh, warlocks. No, they are a, group of people who consider themselves and or practice witchcraft got it or, my favorite and, movie mm -hmm. he's but sorry he's sorry we, we are the weirdos yeah yeah we are the great we are, movie yeah great we movie. are but the weirdos that's the thing it's like a sort of like a i wouldn't say it's a group like a fraternity or sorority would be but of like witches and warlocks yeah right? yeah but is it as Here's the thing, because one of my favorite shows ever is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's right? great, yeah. I love that show, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because, like, it's like Wednesday, but more into the occult, like, heavy on, like, the um, occult knowledge where, like, they'll say... Wednesday and Sabrina is as far as Eddie's would go when it comes to your obsession with this stuff, but not too dark enough to watch, because he's had this childhood problem. Like, he can't watch <laughs> scary movies. Ever? Like, we used to watch scary movies all the time with Eddie's, and, like, I loved... Scary, I would hold Neela's hardcore, and he'd be like, "Neela, tell me as soon as the scary part's gonna come." Like he'd tell me to like signal him, our, our like yeah. our keyword, right? And he would like be terrified and couldn't sleep at night. So it's like it's so. I'm just sorry to cut you off. It's funny because like that's as far as he'd go, and he likes it because yeah. it's twisted and you can read between the lines. But it's still like kid friendly enough to watch. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But now I went to an occult uh, table. Um, so I went to. Um, I went to a demon night at the Crocker Museum in Sacramento, which was really fun. And they have, when you walk in, they have this like, like, uh, like multi-purpose area where you can, where people like, when they have events, like you can set up a tabletop. And I saw you post it. Things like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Like how many pentagrams do you see? Right. Yeah. And uh, there was one of the uh, vendors, tabletops, whatever you want to call them she was selling um occult books and they were so beautiful like the i don't i mean i'm sure they're not intended for a beautiful reason but the 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 artistry of them and like the actual like amount of work that went into creating all of those books and them ranging from being so old to so new it's been an interest of people for so long so i don't blame you for being but attracted to it that's what i was saying but it's like romanticized yeah right? it and is like in uh um, because it's sexy it, it, it is yeah. scary is like sexy yeah right it's just intriguing exactly it's like you yeah. want to know more and that's what i wanted to ask like so when it comes to like covens like in sabrina right right like there's this house and then they kind of go down and it's like literally in the middle, there's this like Shrine. statue of like Lucifer. Right. And then right. like there's dorms and mm -hmm. it's like so romanticized and cool looking yeah. with covens. Is it legit? Is it as cool as we're saying, or is it just like, Yo, Alex, like, let's meet in this room. What's, what's good? Like circle? I need to put a hex on my neighbor. Yeah. Like um, are they actually pulling up with like, 
Is there like a broom? A, yeah, is a, it broom? a Swiffer. A bro- I pull up with a Swiffer, <laughs> um, but uh, no, there. It depends on where you go and 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 what coven you're a part. You don't have to be a part of a coven if yeah, you don't want you to be. Like a solo. Yeah, right? you could just be a, a solo act and practice in your own time and do whatever you want to do. I think there is. I think for any situation where there is a community uh, oriented. Um, meeting ground, if you will. Uh, I think people will intentionally go out of their way to make it beautiful. At least I hope that they would, Um, especially when people are talking about things that are so, again, to say the word sexy like this. Um, Like how how often did you see some an ugly, I don't want to say ugly, someone that wasn't all dolled up or decked out in the movies that was part of a coven or anything like that. They're always, always in black and always have their makeup done and that that whole thing um right lots of red velvet and old statues but i don't know i mean like it has like structure and like there's okay certain like the classes and and you know like in harry potter they have like like classes on how to make a certain it's just like any institution like with structure it's like I mean, there's churches, there's schools, there's all those things. Like, it's the exact same thing. It's about community and teaching and passing the torch along. Um, so the, have you guys seen the movie The Craft? It's one of my favorite movies. The Craft? Yeah, the it's Craft, It's from the 90s. It's one. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. You have to watch it. It's, like, so, so good. It's one of my favorite movies. It's about that. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Yes, yes. And I'm trying to remember the name of who they... Do you remember the name of who they worship or who they sell their soul to, essentially? That says that they'll, he'll give you whatever you want. You just, so there, it's about three witches. They practice witchcraft. Oh, the elemental god. What was his the um, god's name? Yeah, god, I'm trying to look it up right now. But anyways, he... they This new girl starts and they kind of like... Um, they friend her and like they they invite her in and to the culty vibe and they just literally practice witchcraft and they're like there's a scene where they're like the knife has to go on and they and they're like selling their soul to the devil and they have to cut like each with the same knife and the blood and they share the blood or whatever and then they're like ask it whatever you want to grant it to you um through worshiping this guy this looks like lucifer essentially Manol, yeah thank you that's great freaking yeah. med- great memory a, is that a real if you know you guys yeah know so that's, that's like one of many like the, the like, Manol will give you anything you want and like they literally ask for specific things and they those things happen but it ends so poor, badly like it gets really really bad but they're like literally seancing through it it's the best movie Here's well the- she abused the power yeah that's yeah. why it, gets it gave bad. it the power but yeah the, the main girl yeah yeah when you abuse anything it's bad i mean exactly. look at extreme i don't want to i mean any extremist in any sort of religion they never have a good rap, ever. But I've also realized, like, how you guys said, what was the name? Manol. Manol, right? So I before, when I was, like, younger, I was like, okay, like, you're either on the good or the dark, right? Mm-hmm. Or the good side or the dark side or whatever. And there's just one person. It's either, it's just Lucifer, right? Mm-hmm. Or or Baphomet or, or whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. right? But there's other beings that you can also worship or deities or there's like Moloch, there's Baal, which is I think also a Canaanite god, right? There's um like it's not just one yeah like Papa mm. Legba. Me, me, me and you were used yeah. to talk about, right? Like certain deities like you can also it's not just the big L, you feel me? Big yeah. L. Big L. It, it's like different 
things that you could also worship that a lot of like other like pagan tradition or whatever do kind of sell their souls yeah. to, you know? Yeah. Which it's... is really interesting. It's not just like one side because Satanism essentially like what what they like to chalk that up, right? Is um or not chalk it up to it's basically doing what thou wilt, mm-hmm. right? It's just like living your life the way you want to live your life without any, is it, am I wrong? Yeah, it's like, it's, it's the this. It's literally like doing the complete opposite of not, of, of uh, like the seven sins, like do all of them, have the best time, <laughs> and have the like best enjoy time. it, you know, with no repercussions, yeah. just do this for me. But also, which is a, is a crazy thing to think about because the way that society is, uh, chalked up to be that you have to live by these subset of rules yeah. but also there's like this gray area where if you're like the ultra wealthy or you're you do have a different you, you can bend the rules a little bit right totally and that's when like people are like okay well if there's just this like stupid way like you're telling everybody else to live by these rules and that you could do whatever you want then right i don't want to live by those rules i'm going to do what i want right and then they call those people the outcasts and Right. And they're like, okay, then I want to believe in something that gives me my power back. Essentially, Right. Yeah. Like, which is so interesting. But that's what religion was. uh, This is going to be really bad to say, but I, I firmly believe that that's what was, that was what religion was created for to, to not only control people, but also give them the opportunity to control themselves and make them feel like they're in control Um, and give them maybe a sense of control could be purpose or um, happiness or anything like that. I think if anything, if anything contributes to somebody's happiness, I don't think that it's bad. But if you start swinging the other way and it starts destroying people and destroying yourself, then you should probably step a little bit out of it or rethink how you're practicing or just completely avoid it altogether. Because it ha- there has to be some sort of order. Right? Yeah. Like, you can't just have everybody doing whatever the f- they want to do because then it's anarchy and, like, chaos. Which is kind of fun. I would be so down for that in a small community with no HOA. Tell me about it. It doesn't matter. The math is not mathing. Yeah. The math is not mathing. But yeah, that's that's wild. A lot of people, when when there's moments of, like, pure chaos like remember during covid during the black lives matter protest during now uh-huh yeah now now. Uh stuff like that but like people decide like like let's just say everything's getting ransacked it's like this human nature like okay i want to go into the broken window of that shopping mall that's closed right now yeah like jake paul when there he had this huge thing going on where he was caught in the mall uh Mm -hmm. going through when it was closed people broke the windows it's like in human nature to like kind of delve into the what i'm not supposed to be doing kind of thing it's kind of it's uh you get a sense of control when you do something that you're not supposed it's exhilarating like the (sighs) this is really bad but like um like anytime i ever stole something like at like from the liquor store or like from safeway like i was like oh my gosh this is like this it's like is a what it, it's a thrill, mm-hmm. you know, and it makes you feel alive. Is it because you know that you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing? And Absolutely, doing something bad and getting away with it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of, but that's how it starts, and that's why exactly, and then, it's almost some sort of like addictive feeling and that then it you're becomes just a like, problem. yeah. And a lot of people will have like, oh, I got away with it the first time. I could keep doing yeah, it, exactly. and it, I could see how that stems, but um, 
it, it can get problematic also, I feel like. But it is fun. And the thing is, like, going back to what you said about, like, the this natural instinct to want to jump through a broken window. Like, when you see something, I think that, for me at least, it's very, um, that's, like, aggravating and, like, really upsetting. Or just something that immediately might my my gut and instinct is to just like feel anger or frustration or just get sad the human in me wants to clap back to the exact reason as to why that's happening like you know like I want to react I want to be aggressive I want to be um you know just you know in some sort of way brutal I guess like but you have to have some sort of control and I think that's where the control piece comes in and for me it's like Mm. I always have to think of it as like okay like do the right thing kind of like rise above it like take a minute take a step back process like if you go do this to someone would that be the best case scenario realistic like if if i were to beat someone i probably would feel so bad after like but the the human in me in that moment is angry and wants to do it you know i think people just react so fast and so a lot of that comes from that yeah i mean that's the sort of thing that i've been like really controlling certain aspects like of my life that are often uncontrollable because you do want to feed into some certain vices and stuff like there are things that you want to do and you're not supposed to be doing it right it's like talking to the girl you're not supposed to be talking to as much as it would be so exciting and exhilarating in that moment right no i think in those cases you know exactly what you're doing no no you know what you're doing but but you shouldn't be doing it when you are doing something i think when you know you shouldn't be doing it there is a thrill behind the idea of like oh i shouldn't be doing this but it feels so good to do it i think but it's but it's it's like so it's i think it's just temptation also in a sense but the thing is is like here's what what i've recently come to i have been so structured like for so long and so um like i've cracked the whip at myself and like held myself in a chokehold for so, so long. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I'm gonna die anyway, eventually. I might as well just have the best time. If I'm not gonna destroy my life, and it's gonna take a lot for me to have to destroy my life, then like whatever, I might as well like hit the guy in front of me, you know, who said something awful to me at the bar once, you know? Or take the pool cue and like, like knock the person. He's in Alex's trunk right now. Yeah, he's in my trunk right now. (laughs) His hands Um, are tied. But um, but that's I respect you both for having a lot more self control than I think. Most I think lately do. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have had. I think my problem is I've had a lot of control, but also like it depends on the environment. You know, we're not in the most certain times where things you're just seeing things left and right that you that sit unwell with you or are very uneasy to to fathom, and it's um. It's hard to have control in a lot of cases, too. It really is. It is. And, again, the human in you wants to react immediately and, like, go off and go crazy and just be like, I'm going to join and literally get get in part of – become part of that that movement. But it's like you have to take a step back, and it's so hard. And it doesn't have to just be with, like, the environment. Like, even in a relationship, right? Like, in that moment, maybe you want to sock him in the face. Right. It's like you you got to find that self-control, and I think that's when it brings it back to faith because, for me, I'm always like, God is testing me. I'm being tested right now. And mm-hmm. so I have to correlate it to that because I'm like, okay, what's the right thing to do Islamically? Like, don't take that route because right. that's my faith and what I believe in my spirituality. And, and it does keep me grounded, bro. I am the way I am because of my belief system. And so much of my life and the decisions I've made have been around that. And it, they've been the right decision for me. You know, if had I taken a different direction because I didn't have the control, I don't think it would have turned out the best. 
I can just hex people for you guys. Yeah. Just yeah. let me know. Yeah. You yeah. can go ahead and do your thing just and then just call me. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's essentially like a, that's a, another option. a spiritual yeah. hitman. Yeah. I got you. Yes. Yeah, even scarier, like when you least expect it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But that's the thing about life, right? Like you go through life again having to keep this like super tailored, like need to do everything right. Yeah. But that's the scary part. Like one small, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back and you, someone can just switch. Yeah, totally. Right? and do something like crazy right but like that's the fascinating part about and you check yourself like look that's like god's test right mm-hmm. like god is testing you in these moments right but wouldn't it be fascinating mm-hmm. right like the devil right right the it's devil will test you too fascinating thing if he just tricked you to believing like you believing that he doesn't exist right and there's nothing on the other side right and like no, you could just do what you got to do because I don't exist. I think right. do you the guys, ultimate trickster. No, do you guys believe like the devil, devil exists in people? The fallen I've one? I've seen the devil in people. Oh, absolutely. I 100%. haven't. It's beyond me. When they have a hold of somebody. Yeah. I mean, just like you are the devil. Like I see the devil in you type. You mean like they're doing things that are or legitimately like this person is moved by something. You're just a bad person doing bad things to people. Like, yeah. Lack of empathy, compassion. There is like, devil blood in you. Yeah, obviously yeah. not like killing people. I'm like being dramatic, but like, you know, I like people who who I think also maybe they just lack awareness. But um, the devil also will test you. Do you think there's the a, devil a, a sort you. of like you know how there's the yin and yang? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that if you push someone, the best of person, right? If he's troubled or by like a bunch of things that he can often. That one person with the most strength, if you give him all of these battles, that he can switch and just turn into a... Totally. There's good and bad in everyone. You think there's like a a moment in anyone's life where they can just be like... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's You corner someone for long enough, they'll break. I mean, that's what torture is. That's literally what torturing people is. That's the intention, is to break even someone that's really strong. And that's why they just come keep coming up with more creative ways to do that to people. Torturing is, is another form of sickness. Like sick behavior. Who, yeah, like people who have this like obsession, which again I love to watch. I'm, uh, pe- I'm people. <laughs> it's um, me. Hi, I'm people. The even like I wanted to kind of taking it back to what we were first talking about, this obsession that people have with like chopping bodies. Do you know that a lot of physicians and nurses and like um uh, like there's studies around like people who also have this fascination behind it where they can get close enough to it like that, like doing surgery, things like that, or even like, I know we talked about morticians, but people who do um, autopsies, right? Like dead bodies, like they have this obsession with like body parts and like piecing things together. And, right. you know, it's like, do you kind of have a psycho psychopath Street. sense of mind also? Because like who finds comfort in things like that? It's weird to me, but also like, the, the sense of like torture also like oh like cutting someone's finger off and like the, I think it's the pain they like to see I don't know or having like that power it's like yeah. even it, it bleeds onto like other stuff right mm-hmm. because torture is also like sexualized and romanticized again mm-hmm. with like dominatrix Control. and sh- like that where you're like you have this certain power over this someone like you know where they have girls that dress in all latex and they're beating the rich old old men one of my really good friends is a dom and she I was I was talking to her um, a couple of weeks ago, and she, she was telling me I was like, "Dude, how do you um, like how do you feel 
after. Like she's what's, dominant or, dom- she's, or submissive. Yeah. No, no, no. Call. She's the dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Not the submissive. No. Because normally it's the other way around. Yeah. Uh, you know what's interesting is that there are more female doms female. than male doms. That's interesting. For sure. I think probably now it's a little the the scale is tipping closer to even because of Twitter mm-hmm. and like OnlyFans and mm-hmm. like that because like. Men are like, oh, I can do this too. Um, even though, whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, but she was telling me, I was, uh, I was like, how do you feel after? And she said, um, she was like, it's just very transactional. And I was expecting her to say something like what I would say, uh, which I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but um, it is interesting to think that there are people out there that actually. So transactional, as in for her, it's just like a job? Yeah. Like, it's not like there's no satisfaction she's getting by, like, giving them pain. Yeah. But, like, so, like, when I hit someone, Mm -hmm. like, if someone, if someone, like, assaults me at the bar or anywhere, really, and I hit them, like, I get this instant gratification where I'm like, oh, I can breathe. And what I used to feel when I didn't hit people for a long time was when I would tell people, like, please don't do that. And I would get that same feeling. But I stopped doing that. Because I'm in this place. So, like, I think that your feelings can shift. And it's definitely part of that yin and yang thing. If a person gets to a particular point, they're feeling for what they can consider to be pleasurable, what was what was once considered, like, a huge no-no or, or actually painful. I think that can also, that can totally shift. Yeah, and it's so interesting because you can be walking by... You you come across oh, hundreds of no people, idea. and you have no idea the things that they're hiding in the shadows, no, right? Same with the dominatrix, right? It's yeah. an American horror story. There was a moment, right, where, like, one of the main characters was into that, or yeah. like, the scary person was in, dressed in all latex and stuff. And, like, the main people that are, like, into that sort of stuff are, like, rich, powerful men. Yeah. Right? You would never it's know. It's expensive. Yeah, because they're so powerful in their everyday life. They're, like, like CEOs of, like, multi-million dollar things, right? <clears throat> but in the shadows and behind the scenes that nobody knows, they like to get dominated by these women that just come in and just beat their And it's, yeah. like, and for them, they get, like, turned on by getting hurt and and like I think about that all the time, and yeah. there's this word for um, sonder or something that I uh, that I was I was thinking about when I was in San Diego and I was on this like rooftop, right? Mm. And I like sat there and I was like a little tipsy, right? And I was just thinking, looking at all the little people on like like uh, on the streets and stuff. I'm like, dude, they all have their own lives, their own troubles, totally. their own ex- things that make them anxious and all of that stuff. And it's so crazy that you run across all these people, but then also it's like, what are you hiding? Mm-hmm. Like, what are the deepest, darkest things that all of these people, even the closest people to you, right? Yeah. Like, what's your infatuations? Like, what are you like yeah. to do you watch? What are you into? What yeah. are you? What are you hiding from the world and stuff? That's why my favorite movie is Disturbia, which I love. Yeah, my One favorite, of my movie favorite too. movies. Actually, I have so many favorite movies, but. Um, you know, he watched, he was on house arrest, and so he watched his neighbor for so long, and he was getting weird signals, and the neighbor mm. ended up being a sociopath, like, dead bodies in their basement. Um, wild. That movie is a play on uh, Rear Window by Hitchcock, I think, and if you've ever, you should, you should, see, there's a film of Rear Window. Um, you should watch it if you like that sort of thing. It's, you pretty much just see 
into the lives of other people and actually get a bit of a taste of like what they do in the privacy. Cause when you're at home, that's your space, you know, that's like your safe place to go ahead and do and feel however you want. And when you take a pair of binoculars and you start spying on people, you're like, Oh no, like this is, there's uh that's a little more than I actually wanted to know. I think everyone would go crazy if they actually knew what was going on in the heads of everyone around them. Yeah. And that's the same sort of thing that like, that um that um website megan's law where it shows you like child predators and stuff Mm. like that and you like go on your address you're like okay like there shouldn't be a lot and then you're just surrounded yeah how is that identified these people have like an on their record registry yeah Yeah. they have to register if if they have that on their record they have to go register so these are people who literally have like done time for it Mm -hmm. and they have to go do it and they have to go that's how i always thought about how that's identified what? For the rest of their lives, basically. But I wonder they, if they still have to do that door knocking thing. Holy shit. Oh, they have to go and door Yeah, they yeah. would have to. I don't know if they still do this. I. It would be wild if they do. Yeah. But they would have to go knock on the neighbor's doors and, and say, hi, my name is Tom Jones. Uh, I just want to let you know I'm a convicted offender. Um and uh, I'm your new neighbor. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so awkward. But imagine, right? So if there's like a Meg- Megan's Law where they show you these things, imagine the people that, that are legitimate. Because there are people that have killed people that are getting, like right now, Tupac's murder is now getting solved. One mm-hmm. of the guys, Keefe D, just got charged. Put, charged wow, right? that's crazy. I For, didn't know that. Yeah, Keefe D got charged and the his little nephew or whatever orlando brown he died so his other co-conspirators or whatever died he's the only one left alive they put him in jail so like years and years of murder yeah like the atherton remember when we talked about our last halloween episode the atherton murders where they dug up the bodies in this beautiful mansion Mm. in atherton imagine the people that you walk by that literally have someone in their dungeon right now right you know and i've seen videos on youtube where cops will go and like on unchain some like storage facility and like a girl had been living there kidnapped for like years oh, right so it's so scary unwillingly we should say unwillingly yeah because <laughs> there are yeah. people that yes. willingly get chained yeah, up exactly yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> if you if you're into that sort of thing but it's insane because you would never know even like the people that you co-workers because like all of these people have different backgrounds different right. things that they're into so whatever would and you would be shake their hand because they're putting this like costume on every day mm. but but they go you... home at night and they watch asmr videos of people eating that is foul. what do you get out of that bro that absolutely foul i love the sounds of just like asmr and not just eating like anything makeup putting it's just like that they're in a mic and they're just like that's my favorite like i get the satisfying videos have you ever seen that where they're cutting up the, the soap the and stuff soap and i stuff? love those, like, those i love sick. those yeah i have like a sick obsession with asmr but the eating ones too it's disgusting but i love watching it and then it just makes me crave food that's all it does it just makes me want to eat what they're eating because they be eating like i love noodles do you guys know what reiki is what reiki yeah yeah so what do you think about that i don't know what that is i saw on tiktok recently um it's like a spiritual form of healing uh like i think the closest thing i could compare it to would be like a massage but with not not with your hands, but with a crystal and a oh, crystal movement and a Reiki. They're called Reiki masters. Um, I I actually uh, yeah I I have that's what I think of it. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you can use it malevolently, right? Like a little weird. Like you, can... you know, I think I think you can use anything. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, massage the... people with objects? No, no. <laughs> it's like no, no. You're, you're, you're <laughs> no, no. It's I'm it's an, it's a, so everyone has like chakras. Ever, chakras. Yeah, yeah, like an energy force field uh, or energy around them and like that, right? Or stuff like that, and. Um, you know, sometimes there's bad energy that's hurting X part of your body that needs to be moved from one place out to another. Um, this is not my thing, like, at all. I respect people who think that it helps them, and if it helps them and it makes them happy or practice it, then, like, you do you. Yeah, like, I, so I saw a TikTok on, like, someone um, uh, doing Reiki on their on their body and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. And I, I looked at the comments, and uh, the comments were like 50-50. Reiki saved my life. I had hypertension in my back. They cleared my chakra. If it my works, heart it chakra, works. Whatever. And then some of them said Reiki ruined my life. Is this Reiki person a person? Steering, stealing Reiki's my... the practice. Oh. It's like, yeah, there's Reiki practitioners and like master Reiki people. But also it can be used for bad because those people know how to kind of take mm-hmm. instead of fix yeah that's the thing about breathwork when i did that breathwork class it was very energy driven mm-hmm. i feel like um did you scream i didn't i did not participate when people i people t- cried scream i, yeah. I have never is. been more uncomfortable in my life my sister was all about it but thank god not in that space anymore after that i was like we're never doing this again okay so <laughs> I, if you're in touch with that type of um Shamanism space and you're aware of this new movement then you can kind of look into it deeper but for me like a lot of people will just literally go into it to release and like release like their their emotions right um and a lot of them did but i have never felt more uncomfortable in my life and when i tell you guys that i fully wallahi there was and i could see it this light and circle around me that it felt like nothing could get in because something was protecting me because I was not participating when the guy was going around and singing that these chant these like mod- he was saying stuff with these leaves and like these noises and these instruments and mm-hmm. like these music and he'd tell you how to breathe and when to breathe and like breathe hella quick and breathe hella so I was not participating and he's like close your eyes close your eyes to everybody there's like 150 people in the room and I wouldn't I just couldn't I could not get involved and maybe it was because I was so uncomfortable but if you're in a room where imagine you're just hearing people scream and cry for an hour straight and it's not like screaming it's like sobbing it's like you can't breathe type of crying it's like like you like hyperventilating like I can't breathe you're turning red your hands are doing all these weird movements your feet your toes you're laying on flat on your back and your body is like I was so disconnected, thank God, but the energy in that room was so powerful that it almost makes me feel like, imagine all these energies coming out, like where they're going, who they're shifting to, who's collecting it, who's mm. really taking it. Like, it was a lot. That's it what I'm saying. Lot. Here's yeah. the thing about the romantic romanticism aspect of this world. Everybody jumps into things that they don't really understand. Yeah. Totally. Like and they're just ayahuasca. like, oh, breath work. Oh, let me yeah. go release some stress. This sounds helpful. And but- they jump in. And it's like, bro, you don't know if those people are using it for bad or good. There's, I'm sure there's great shamans, people that have been practicing for so long, sure. right? But they're also bad. Just like there's good, there's also bad. Like people jump into this whole ayahuasca retreat, right? FusiTube did it and was like it was the worst experience with him. He saw this little girl that's basically like was, was screaming in his face while on this trip and like DMT. And you get 
introduce the, the machine elves. Everyone sees when they're on DMT, they see these little elves, right? These jesters, right? They mm. call them the jesters, right? These are other beings. And you jump into it saying, okay, this is going to heal me. This is like people take shrooms and they do an eighth of shrooms and they go into this other place. Like, you don't really know what you're jumping into. Like you said, remember when you're like, okay, if you're somebody that's cutting up dead bodies, are you just like, what part of you enjoys this? Why did you want to d- jump in? It's just the same thing like with shamans, right? What made them, what the modern day shamans, not the people that are in Peru and in the jungles of Peru that have been passed from grandfather to grandfather. Right. No, I'm talking about the guy who graduated from UC Berkeley, <laughs> had a job as a barista. But it's probably yeah. passed down to him and yeah. he didn't know. Yeah. You know, so he probably took to, oh, spiritual healing. I healed. Let me heal others. That's what I'm saying. A lot of them aren't but aware. Like, and that's what a lot of them, them. Yeah. And also, how can I make money off of this? Yeah, yeah, that too. Exactly. That too. Yeah. Are you in it for the money? Are you in it for, because a lot of people get a high out of taking that energy, right? Yeah. Because it makes you feel good, right? Totally. It was powerful in that room. And I was the only one wide awake looking. Like, I was so uncomfortable. But I swear, you guys, I'm not making this up. It felt like there was this, like, circle of light around me. Because we were all, like, in our little, it was, like, little spaced out on the floor laying on yoga mats. You had blocks. Like and and I was with gone. my sister and I'm looking at my sister and I'm like trying to talk to her and I can't and she's fully practicing it like she's in it she's doing the breath work and like it's like when you're breathing in and out for so long like you it's scary dude what our breath can do um but I'm wide awake and he's like coming around too and he's like close your eyes and I'm like okay sure I'm like lying and then he walks away and I open my eyes right but I'm just first of all I don't understand how anyone can focus and comprehend on their own thoughts when People are, just imagine someone being tortured around you for so long, and that's all you're hearing. Times a hundred. It was 150 people in that room, and, and it's a big auditorium, so it's echoing. The energy in there must. Oh, and nice. then on top of that, there's these instruments and like these musics and this this like plant that he's going around, and you hear that, and like he's putting drops of water and. Was stuff. there smells too? Yeah. Yeah, of essence, course. Uh, yeah. incense, all these things. Um, so what I didn't they like do? It. I didn't like it at all. Is they try and uh, bombard your senses. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're also willingly allowing someone to control mm-hmm. movements that are usually, hopefully, ones that you solely control. So they're creating a very controlled environment to give you this experience that you already have a preconceived notion is going to make you feel better. So not only are they attacking all, bombarding all of your senses, but they're also trying to, they've convinced you before you even going in mm-hmm. um, and altered your state of mind, if you will. Yeah, and they control, they're controlling your, your breathing, which is wild it, to me. Those things, I personally think they are so dangerous. I went, yeah. never, I remember texting at these two because I had just got out of a workout and I was like, yeah, like Sadoff's husband backed out and she wants me to join her. I'm like on my way there. And I sent you the, like, the thing, and he's like, don't do it. And I was like, I, I, of course, like again, thank God. I'm so strong with my faith that like I can't. And I, after this, I told my sister. I was like, we're never next to her. You a spiritual wallet. I swear to God, I've never felt more angelic in my life. Mm. I've never felt the the depth of what it means to have the angels surrounding us on our shoulders that we have. Like I felt and saw a circular light around my yoga mat and just me and nothing could get in. I can't make this up. I'm not even that extreme, but it was like, and I was wide awake for an hour and a half straight just listening and it was very hard to listen and I'm just like so bothered by it. I would never do it again. And if it, but if it helps other people, like more No, a hundred percent. Like if it works for you, it's not my thing, but a lot of people were, and even the instructor, he had amazing story. He mm. was like, how oh, he got into it. Thing. He went, he was paralyzed and he was healed. 
he couldn't feel his body from his chest down. Mm. He was a pro athlete basketball player, and he went and he believed only in holistic approaches to uh, fixing himself versus Western medication. And um, he came across this other guy who studied and practices, I think, in Brazil or something. And then it it healed him. And aside from his physical, it healed his mental and everything he was facing because he had just lost like someone that he loved whatever so and then he he took it on and he wanted to start practicing and having his own class like teaching other people so you know it's like if it works for you it works for you it didn't work for me (laughs) also like i'm not saying that that person or that specific class was bad Mm could have been great it could have actually been healing people but the thing is you don't know the 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 good from the bad because you're just kind of like these are all like younger people that don't understand spirituality also that i struggle with is if i can't understand what i'm listening to like um if it's like a whether it's a cleanse whether it's a a prayer or something if someone's saying something like you're using unfamiliar language and terminology and like like uh noises that's not going to sit right with me what are you saying i'm not i'm not understanding what you're saying what are you saying you know what are you chanting over us you know which is also just our brains because again Mm -hmm. like automatically you're like okay this is foreign to me mm. this has to probably be be, be bad yeah. right but like like when someone else hears like our prayers you know like our prayers that says like oh, oh like, yeah it's like please god arabic, protect me yeah. right and mm-hmm. someone else is hearing that in arabic like one of my friends is like oh what, what are you what kind of seance are you guys <laughs> it does yeah it, it <laughs> right? can come off that way yeah, yeah 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 if you don't know it's unfamiliar for exactly. sure for sure but um i mean no i even the english ones when i was in catholic school those ones <laughs> <laughs> They are all practices, though. Yeah, they, they are. literally are all practices. Yeah, like it's just, I mean, like yeah. a spell is the exact same thing as a prayer. Yeah, I it's, know. It's a wishful it's so, thought. It's so it's funny, crazy. right? Because in our culture, right? I don't know if it's in our culture or religion. Like w- when you leave, like my mom, when I'm going on a trip or something, water. she'll throw water mm-hmm. behind me. Right? Yeah. When you're getting on a flight or something, or you're driving somewhere, they, yeah. 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 And I'm like, my neighbors are probably like, what type of witch brew her? <laughs> oh, why is she throwing water in <laughs> Every time. And like, how do you explain it? <laughs> yes. I know. Same. Do you guys same. crack an egg on the tire? No. no so it's when water. we get a, new car, uh, get a new car, we crack yeah. an egg on the tire. Really? Yeah. Okay. We like, have to put something red. Like they say, it's evil red? eye. Evil oh. eye, yeah. Same on babies and stuff. But the water thing is so funny. I Now that you say that, I, every That's time really we go somewhere on a trip, like someone throws like a cup of water behind you. Or when you go into, you move into a new house, you take some water first and, and the Quran. And it's always so interesting. Like, it's like, how do you explain? Like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know. My mom used to get the hose. <laughs> just some water. And you just see your white neighbors yeah. just like, what? <laughs> and like your mom is happened to be wearing black or something. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, these people are some sick. 99% of the time. Yeah. It's insane so to think funny, of. Like, dude. all these traditions and stuff could be chalked up. It could be good. It could be bad. But you would never really know until mm. you're kind of in it, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. sign me up. Sign me up. I'm down. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just come on by. Yeah. When's the last time you did a seance? I actually refuse to do them anymore. <laughs> anymore? Also, yeah. Those... Wait, so, I have a question, though, also, on, uh, with seances. Do you believe that when you do so- sort of thing, or do you know about, I'm not saying that you do it, yeah. um, that whatever you do comes back to you always that's how magic works it's 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 the way that magic works is that there's always a debt so like with blood magic that's why you give your blood is that's the payment for x so it's like 
It's very similar with other religions, too. It's like, you don't pray, you don't go to church, you don't do this, you don't do that, then this is not going to get you anywhere because you're not doing it, you know? Like, if I don't say the prayer, like, I'm not going to have the protection that I'm supposed to be getting. For it's the exact same thing. Um, and then there are people who are like, well, if you are X, then you will always be X. It's like, yeah, like, you can say that, but if you're not practicing, then you're not going to necessarily reap the benefits, I guess. You know, it's different for everybody. But with magic, it's always about, it's give and take. I went to this um, dispensary, this beautiful dispensary in Alameda that just opened because um, my friend wanted to pick up some stuff. And there was a section. It was really beautiful. You guys would love the vibes in there that said, um, like, tarot reading, a card reading or something. Mm. And the guy that was helping, no one was sitting there. And I was like, so when's the person here? And he goes, I'm one of them. And I was like, oh, tell me something right now. And he goes, well what do you want to know? He goes, it doesn't work like that. He was like, I have to, it depends on your intent on like your intention. Like, what do you want to know? What are you asking for? Yeah. And then I guess that's how they read the cards. Cause I was just joking with him. I was like, Oh, like you're one of the mediums. Like, tell me something. And he was just like, and he was doing this weird. He was just like staring me in the eyes. Even Mo was like my sister too. Who's there. She was like, um, dude, why was he staring? Like, like when he was staring, he was looking into our souls, but he was such a chill guy that he was just like, of course he was. it doesn't work yeah. like that. And no, he, it doesn't. Yeah, I know. I know. It was just cool. And I was like, Oh, he's like, you gotta like really have an intent behind it. And I guess ask it something you have. So the, the readers interpret what is being shown to them based off of what you ask them. Got it. So you're not asking the reader, mm -hmm. you're asking the deck mm -hmm. what, Ever you want to know, and then they open it and they just and know how hold to the read space. It. They just so know how to read what, it. Whatever you're, you shuffle the deck, and whatever they pull is essentially what's pull, getting pulled for the person that they're reading. Right. So they just know how to basically ex translate the they, cards. They're holding the space so that the cards and you have an area to that's controlled to talk. Yeah. Um, because if their space isn't controlled, it's going to be pulling from everywhere it's gonna be pulling like if i was doing it right now like um and like i was not an expert or anything like that and we were outside we were in the middle of nowhere and everything like that and i was just doing it like i could be pulling from adis i could be pulling from the the neighbor or anything like that but if i was a like tarot practitioner if you will and i brought you into this space and we established a contract of exactly what was going to go on um and we were on the same page of like, this is how this is going to go. And you were really intentionally doing this, then it would be all good. See, that's okay. I wonder that. Like, can't someone just be pulled? Like, let's say you're a tarot card practitioner, right? You're at your house and you're just pulling cards for friends, neighbors, and stuff. But it's all about the intent. Like, that yeah. person needs to come with yeah. the intention. And in our, in our religion, yeah. it's all about intent. Like, yeah. if you intended to do good, but you didn't have the means for it, right? Like, you wanted to give that homeless person money, right? Like right. You just didn't have it. Your good deed is counted. I've always thought about the two. It's That's, like, it's can I, can, it's like, let's just say, for example, you're at home. And I'm like, can he do a reading for me while I'm not even there? I have no idea. I but said no. I guess not, right? I, no, I'm saying, like, like, I'm, yeah. like, but you have to literally give it that energy. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what the guy said to me he goes it doesn't work like that yeah. you can do it virtually but i know that one you would never yeah <laughs> i would never <laughs> and anytime i've ever asked you've been like hell no so it's just not gonna happen Thank it's God. not in the cards for you and i <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's really not 
that's okay. We could play a game instead. You, we can play we a game, but I think game. that's a very interesting aspect because, like, now you're, you're essentially you don't have that sort of power in behind the scenes. But you, some people do because yeah. there's this YouTube channel that my parents, my dad watches, called Kabul Lovers, right? It's essentially this guy <laughs> that talks everything Afghanistan, right? He's like, in Afghanistan, it's so fast, he has like hundreds no, of No, I watch it. Society, I've right? talked to your dad about this. I and My mom and them watch it too. This guy's yeah. thriving. He's thriving. Hundreds of They've thousands like, of them. Yeah, no, he's doing so good. And like, you get to see full, like hands-on Afghanistan. Yeah, like, is he like a historian? What is he? Yeah, everything. He goes <laughs> to the pizza shops. Yeah. He goes to the restaurants. Oh. Like, he, he just shows everything. Local behavior? Yeah, yes, nice. exactly. Of Afghanistan. And blogs. How so his, fun. his biggest series that's getting hundreds of thousands, if not millions of views, is the Taliban and him going to people who practice black magic mm. and putting hexes on people. Okay. Like because like they'd go around the town and be like, who's the practitioner in, in this city? Right. Who got who are you paying? And then they will literally go and it's fascinating because it's not yeah. fake. It's not a sketch. Yeah. He's going and he like goes into these women's houses and men, right? And they will have like their black magic books, like they like the their scribbles of like doing black magic, putting hexes on people, right? And like they'll send a video camera with this girl who's like, I want you, I want to put a hex on my husband's second wife because she's getting all of the attention. That of my type husband. of black magic it exists hardcore in Afghanistan, especially back big in the time. day. I've heard big stories. My mom has very told spiritually. Me, there's like I've heard crazy true stories about. Um, the, the stuff there and like what they practice and they have those witches everywhere it's weird exactly but you have to have the intent the yeah. people have to go in with the intention for them to do it yeah. right that's why they say you need to be doing they, they tell the person okay you need to get me dirt from this area yeah. right uh, it's like you're doing all of the these work. things to curate your like this intent to do this bad or, or yeah. whatever good whatever you want yeah. you know which is insane but with that, Alex, I love you so much. I love All you of our guys. conversations are amazing, Neil. I love the Halloween ones with Alex. Thank Happy you for Halloween. coming again. Thank you I for having you. me. We love you so much, Alex. TDP, we out. We out.